When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well done. Pablo Torre, David Dennis Jr., Bill Plasky. When you're having your raucous back at the hotel celebration, maybe don't hug the guy who just got back from the hospital too vigorously. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Today, college football playoff committee, are they trying to set up a world where Ohio State and Alabama get in? Let's go. No. Tony, USC is the final four. Did you know that? Oh, Bill. I've <laughs> been waiting for this so long. We'll start with basketball. You make the call last night. Steph Curry, did he travel? Yeah. You know what nope. was interesting? Nope. Curry did no. say he don't was dumb on his part that. not to take the layup. He said he didn't know how much time was left. That's interesting. Mavericks 116, Warriors 113. Dallas getting a little oomph from the skid they're on. And a little oomph from knocking uh, out Golden State, who knocked them out of the playoffs last year. But, of course, it was 41-12-12 from Luka Doncic. His third 40-point triple-double this season. The rest of the league has zero. Jason Kidd, quote, it's getting boring, end quote. He <laughs> joked. So boring is the word that he used as a joke. What's the word you use, Joe Plasky, to describe Luka? MVP, MVP. He's starting to write the chapter of a season-long MVP push. He's clearly the best player in the league right now. Steph Curry, after the game, said you have to worry when you guard him, you have to worry about everything because he can do it all and all this. He's so big and he's so athletic and he can shoot so well. Eight different Warriors tried to guard him yesterday. Couldn't guard him. Eight different players, defenders. He, he was contributed to 60% of the, of the Mavericks' points. Plus 22 when he played, minus 19 when he didn't play. He's carrying that team. It's a very mediocre team right now, but he's carrying them, and he's carrying the rest of the league. MVP. David Dennis Luka. Jr. I think the word that I would have to respond to Bill's word is November. I don't think anybody is going to be winning MVP right now. I think Giannis and Steph himself well, it have something now. to say about the MVP race. But, I, you know, I want to give Luca his flowers, of course. This is 20th 40-point game. He's tied with Dirk. Dirk played 1,522 <clears throat> games. Lucas at 283. That is insane. But the problem here is that the other word I would use is heliocentric and that Luca is number two <laughs> in usage rate, number one in minutes. That's like Rockets Harden. That's OKC Westbrook type of output, and that does not bode well for teams long-term when they're so reliant on one person. Mm-hmm. Pablo Torre, what word would you use to describe Luca? I mean, I'm going to use LeBron. I want to go bigger than the solar system. I want to go bigger than MVP. I want to hearken to LeBron James, Tony. And, you know, I understand, like, hyperbole police and all that. But the reason there is heliocentrism and David Dennis Jr. is throwing shade at the sun is simply because, let me ask you a question. Who's the second best player on the Mavericks? Seriously, who is it? Last night it was Tim Hardaway Jr. Sometimes it's Dorian Finney-Smith. 
Like, we don't have anything close to an answer. And so it reminds me of what LeBron had to do with the Cavs, which is both an indictment of the Mavericks. They have failed to surround him with a second best player who's anything close to an obvious answer. And also because they need every part of him to do all of the things he's been doing. And L. Duncan, you have a word for what Luca's doing? Well, I was going to say heliocentric, but David stole it. I wasn't. Um, I, <laughs> all right, all right. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I would say more of, a, more of a way to describe it, right? Like, watching that game last night, it was like this Spider-Man meme, like Luca and Steph are both looking at each other like, we're the same person, and that we've had to carry the load of this team to every single victory. Only the positive thing for Steph is that the rest of his team is starting to wake up. And to Pablo's point, there is no rest of the team to wake up for Luka Doncic, as evident by the fact that in the eight-plus minutes that he sat, they were outscored by 19 points. He's having to do absolutely yeah. everything on this team. Plashy said he can. It's because he has to. So while it's fun to talk about early MVP favorites, this is not a blueprint for success in May. Bill Plashke back in. Yeah, but, but, but everybody knows it. the NBA MVP is like a season-long telenovela. It's, a, it's, a, it's created <laughs> in November. It starts uh, in November. People uh, start Bill talking about November. Stories. It's true. This, this, this is starting and now. Tomorrow starts December. Um, the telenovela that is the NBA season. You know, when we talk about these year-long battles for MVP, one thing to note, they're the 10th seed right now, right? They were under 500. So you never see yep. an MVP come from somebody from the bottom half of the playoff bracket, let alone the play-in game. That's something to watch with that in your pick, Bill Plaschke. We'll move on. Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. As you knew it would be, college football playoff committees top four. Then Ohio State, then Alabama lying in wait. Alabama ahead of Tennessee, who they lost to. L. Duncan, what did the committee just set up? Yeah, the committee just set up, in my opinion, the least maligned potential final ranking of all time. Because if this holds chalk, <laughs> like a lot of people seem to think that it will, they've got all their bases covered. They've got four of the five power conferences covered. They don't have any SEC repeat, which they're tired of hearing people complain about. They've got all conference championship winners in there, which they're tired of people complaining about. They've got it all. What they've also done is set Ohio State up for a situation where if USC or TCU falls, they'll be able to slide in, which I think benefits everyone, because I don't think anyone would argue argue that Ohio State's not one of the best four teams in the country. The Alabama move would tick everybody off. Unless two, unless almost everybody loses on Saturday, I don't see how you could slide Alabama in there based on mm. just the eye test alone. They're not the same Alabama team. They're not. Pablo Torre. Yeah, I just want to take this from the perspective of somebody who maybe hibernated for the whole college football season and woke up to find out that Bill Plaschke was right. That 4-8 <laughs> and eight USC last season woke up and microwaved a playoff berth. Like, this is, speaking of, like, hyperbole police, I laugh at Bill, Tony, whenever he goes USC homer. It is hard to imagine that the reality that we're dealing with that the committee rightfully recognized is all USC needs to do is avenge the one loss they have to Utah on Friday, and they're in. And they should be, and that is shocking to me. You know, Plash, you got all your points there, Pablo, because you gave him all your Thank points. You, Pablo. David was, Dennis Jr. Thank you, sir. Mistake. On the committee. Yeah, I, we're, we're looking at a weekend that's probably going to be more boring than a 40-point triple-double, according to Jason Kidd. Like, I don't – this seems like a chalk <laughs> situation. I, I don't – I mean, I think Georgia – and Michigan are, are locks no matter what happens this weekend. I think USC may be the only chance to get knocked out if they lose to Utah. But I don't really like the idea of Ohio State. They essentially lost a play-in game last week, and then putting them back in just doesn't feel right. These teams feel like the four locked-in teams no matter okay, what. Okay, so TCU with a loss still gets in in your estimation. Hmm. Bill Plaschke, how about you? 
Yeah, I think all four teams win this weekend. I'm going to be in Vegas watching USC beat Utah. But I think there's still an issue. The, the weekend's going to end, Confident. and Ohio State's going to complain. Ohio State's going to complain that, that they should be in the state of USC because of one loss. Shut up. Don't talk about it now, Ohio State. USC's got twice as many wins against top 25 teams. USC won its last game of the season. Ohio State, you've got no argument. If USC wins, they should Well, everybody's got an argument because there's a sliding scale. (laughs) I mean, we saw it with Tennessee and Alabama. Tennessee beat Alabama head-to-head, yet somehow is still in the committee's eyes behind Alabama. David, I'll give you a last word. Yeah, no, just to clarify, if TCU loses, I think they're out. But I, but I think they're locks to win. I, don't th- I think the only team that really has a chance to lose this weekend is USC and Utah. But I think TCU is going to mm. win. KC Cincinnati, the feature matchup of the NFL week on Sunday. It's a rematch of last year's AFC title game and a huge game in playoff seeding. And if you needed more, Bengals wide receiver Tyler Boyd wants to give you more. He says... Mahomes Borrow is looking like the next Brady Manning. Anybody agree with him? David Dennis Jr., around the horn to you. Tony, you know my philosophy. Wide receivers backing up their quarterbacks. You lie. Say it with me, Tony. You fight on that lie. With that said, this is absolutely I appreciate the wire reference, but uh, uh, let's see if anyone agrees with you. Pablo Torre. No, I mean, David, I, I feel like we're closer to finding the next Patrick Mahomes and Caleb Williams than we are to finding the next Peyton Manning. Like the dynamic of Mahomes and Manning and Brady and Burrow, it, it's, it, the gap is currently too large. Like you need an actual rival, and we just don't have that yet. I would love one. I'd love to go two-man Mount Rushmore for all time. But I just don't have the evidence that Burrow is better than Josh Allen at this point. And there are other candidates, too, to throw in there, basically, at this point, after how the Bengals have played for the whole year. Duncan. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are about to meet for the third time. I wouldn't exactly liken them to the same kind of rivalry that is up there with, like, Bird and Magic. Like, y'all stop it, right? But I will say that there is a little credence to maybe Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes only because of when their meetings come, which is very like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, right? Although I'll say this, are we old enough to remember that that Peyton Manning and Tom Brady rivalry really wasn't great to start? Mm -hmm. In fact, Josh Allen's Mm -hmm. and Patrick Mahomes is fantastic. It's 3-2 Pat Mahomes right now five games into their rivalry Tom Brady had beaten Peyton every single time so if you're saying one person's the Brady and one person's the Manning who is it Tyler Boyd well his quarterback won the last meeting Bill Plaschke I'll bring you in here I'm surprised Pablo you said the gap is really large it's not that large last year in fact Burrow beat Mahomes twice in games both ending on the last possession of the game so Burrow's 2-0 against Mahomes and, and only Brady's beaten Mahomes three times They've been in each of the quarterbacks have been in the last three Super Bowls. Burrow was in the last Super Bowl. I so think you this agree is, with Boyd here that start, this is the next Brady Manning? It's got to start. He didn't say it, it's the current Brady Manning. He said it's the next one. It's got to start somewhere. I think it's starting now. I think you look at last year, <laughs> you look at this year. It's Also, they're one and two in passing touchdowns. <laughs> you look at two. In the league, so. <laughs> yeah, it might be a small sample size, but you say, you look at last year. Yeah. You look at this year, and then you're out of here. One you know, Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right. Flash the big lead. Going into buy or sell. And coming up, the latest on Christian Pulisic. Thank you, Pablo. And his status for Saturday's game versus the Netherlands. And again, the video of the team coming back to the hotel. I, I love it. A lot of energy here. And they're hugging Pulisic. But also, anything to Gio Reyna just giving vibes on his headphones. Oh. That's an emerging storyline for this game, too. Buy or sell next. Earmuffs. Oh, wow. 
the Horn is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Hold on to your love. Aaron Rodgers says he plans on playing Sunday versus the Bears. Told this to Pat McAfee. And Matt LaFleur said it to a room full of reporters. So, looks like the decision is made. Bill Plaschke around the horn to you, though. After seeing Jordan Love Sunday night, 10 points and two possessions, and the Packers being 4-8, and eight, what should the move be for Green Bay? They should shut Aaron Rodgers down. They have a 2% chance of making the playoffs. They're 1-7 in the last eight games, tied for worst in the NFL. They should do this, but they won't. They'll do what Aaron Rodgers tells them to do because they gave him $150 million. They're tied in for the next two or three years. They're stuck with him. He wants to play. They got to let him play. David Dennis Jr.? Yeah, there are two reasons you would want to start Jordan Love for the rest of the season. A, to see what he has, you know, what he can provide and if he can be a franchise quarterback. But I'm doubtful that he can be better than Aaron Rodgers could be for the next three or three or so seasons. Or you bring in Jordan Love if you're punting on the season and you want to tank for a good pick. But this team is going to lose a bunch of games anyway, and they're probably going to get a good pick anyway. So you might as well let Aaron Rodgers play because an upset Aaron Rodgers is worse for a franchise than a hurt Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Sunday versus the Bears, what should Green Bay do, Pablo? Yeah, I mean, they should want to get more time with Jordan Love. Let's be very blunt about this. They're not going to make the playoffs. That's totally right. Plaschke gave the stat 2%. And the reality is that Aaron Rodgers' interests are not the Packers' interests at this point in his career. We know this. The thing is, they're not my interests either, Tony. I know the Packers should want to see Jordan Love. I don't. I'd rather see Aaron Rodgers try to fight for his life, even though there's only 2% left on the board All right. so yeah i'm okay Hell, with let it, me honestly. let me tweak the question a little bit seeing what jordan love did sunday night it was only a quarter of the game or so but he was he was whipping the ball around should packers and packers fans want to see more from him 
Absolutely they should want to. Instead of saying, go Pat, go, they need to be chanting from the Black Eyed Peas, where is the love? Because honestly, with Aaron okay. Rodgers, we talk love. about it in Flashkey. Listen, oh, no. it was Oh no, bad. Flashkey like but the Flashkey. reference. I don't know if I like it then. Uh-oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there we go. I always say something to shoot myself in the yeah. foot. Um, I, but, but, here, but here's the thing, though. Flashkey said they just do whatever Aaron Rodgers wants. That was when he had the cachet. That was when he had leverage, the leverage of winning. Aaron Rodgers looks horrible. He's got a bum thumb. Now he's got bad ribs. They need to sit him because he is not capable of playing up to the standard that they would expect for an NFL player. But they did invest. And Jordan, uh, they get a look with Jordan Love. A million a year or so in him. So that's that's what's on the other side of the decision making. We'll move on. Buy or sell too. Christian Pulisic, when he scored yesterday, I thought that was the moment for him, right? He waited his whole life and, and four years when they didn't qualify last year for that first World Cup goal. It was the biggest goal his team could have at the biggest moment. He sacrificed his body and future generations of Pulisic. But, no, this is the American hero moment right here. The selfie from the hospital, as is tradition in this country. He says he's good to go Saturday, (laughs) Pablo. What to buy from Pulisic? Yeah, I buy the legend, Tony. I buy the meme. I buy the fact that there's now a myth developing around somebody who is looking shaky in terms of what's he going to represent to all of this country. And look, as a son of a urologist, pelvic contusion. I just got to applaud that. That's a new euphemism (laughs) I hadn't heard before. Advancing the vocabulary, I also buy that. Well, Duncan. Um, I actually am not concerned with Pulisic because I don't have the same anatomy, but boys, what do we think? Three days is good enough, right? That's enough time to heal up. I think so. I'm more concerned with Josh Sargent, actually. Their striker who left the game with an ankle injury because the Netherlands style of play is to bogart the play, really dominate time of possession Mm. so that you need someone that's good with their back to the goal, someone that can break Mm. free and create opportunities for the rest of his midfield, and that's what Sargent does particularly well. So I think he's a much more important person to watch in this. Well said. And to you, Bill Plaschke? I agree with Pablo. The magic is starting to happen. Plaschke's going to come back. They're going to beat the Netherlands. The Netherlands plays their style of game. It's both run and gun. It fits perfectly. It's a great match for the U.S. Plaschke, again, this whole story around him being this, this great player living back on the field, playing hurt. It's all coming together. Sarah's going to be a special day. David Dennis, Jr., I'm selling L, underselling that injury. I almost called off of the show today from injury, from watching what happened. This is a traumatic thing that happened to him. But I I am buying the idea that Pulisic, that they need, that he is a made man. There is going to be statues for him. This is the most American way to be a hero, to score this game-winning goal, to be injured in the most American way. He is a made man no matter what happens, even though I do think they have a shot this weekend. Buy or sell three. These goals from Alex Ovechkin last night. It gives him 12 and then 13 for the season. Still top 10 in the league. And 793 for his career. He's now 101 short of Gretzky. And it was actually his 402nd and 403rd road goals, which passes Gretzky for most road goals ever. Not that that's a thing. L, it's a question previously thought unaskable, though. Catching Gretzky, do you now buy or sell Ovechkin? Catching Gretzky? Yeah. 
I'm going to still sell that because he'd still have to average like the most goals ever for a 37, 38, 39, and 4-year-old in order to hit that record. But I think that we should just acknowledge the fact that he's already passed Gretzky at anything, and that's incredible. Let's stop moving the goalposts and looking ahead to new milestones. So, so you, that, that is correct. If he averages 20 goals, 25 for those four seasons, that would be the most goals ever for anyone at that age. Yeah. Bill Plaschke. Well, he already had 50 goals. That was the most for anyone at his age last year. Right, right. But going forward, he doesn't need to score 50 over four years. Yeah, so you're saying he just did it, he just did it last year. Why not do it the next two or three years? I think he can do it. I think with modern medicine, he takes care of himself. Sure. He's played for this. Also, it's amazing. He passed Gordie Howard earlier this year. The most goals ever for a player in the same team. That's really legendary. That's Again, this is such an underplayed story. This, this is going to happen. David Dennis Jr.? I actually, I think this is a lock. He's had 48 goals at least um, in each of the last four years. He's got a few years left to do this. The, that decline, we haven't seen it. And, you know, I think I want to mention one other thing is that salute to Wayne Gretzky, who's been so gracious about encouraging him to beat this record, which nice. I think is a Anybody foremost. Anybody else on that list? Pablo Torre. Yeah, I, this is the most overplayed story, Bill. Sorry. At this pace, okay, Tony? Overplayed? He has to, like... He needs like two, more than two seasons before he catches Wayne Gretzky. We do the thing every season now. Is he going to catch Wayne Gretzky? We have to wait two more seasons plus for that to even be realistic if he maintains this pace. Wake me up when that happens. Okay. So Gordie Howe had 40 goal seasons when he was in his 40s at L. Duncan. And Timo Solani had 30 goal season when he was in his 40s recently. And again, it's 101 from now. So if he plays so to 40, goals. which is now something people do in the NHL. Hit yourself oh, with the numbers, Tony. Oh, I'm sorry. Hit I'm with sorry the numbers. numbers are involved. <laughs> in, let me ask you a question, L. Duncan. What do the numbers say? That's it for L. Duncan. That's it for David Dennis Jr. Wow. Pablo Torre, Bill Blasky, showdown in two minutes. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Around the Horn is presented by Bullet Frontier Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Flashkey, Tori, good luck in showdown. Maryland 79, Louisville 54 last night. Louisville Cardinals are now 0-7. When they were 0-3, all on one-point losses, we called it rock bottom. Oh, how wrong we were. Pablo, how should Bill Blasky and Louisville natives feel right now? Yeah, Bill, Bill just got a new cell phone, Tony. I wonder how long it took him <laughs> to text Rick Pitino you up. 
because this is where we are now. Just sheer desperation for olden times, Bill. You know, you know in your heart it's true. No, it's not. It's not a bad 0-7. They had three one-point <laughs> losses at the beginning of the season. Kenny Payne, the, Kenny Payne's the new coach. He's getting his new system. He's going to get his new players. He's rebuilding the program. They're going to be fine. And they, they, they were lost to Bellarmine. And Bellarmine's a great, great powerhouse, small school. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You know, Bill, 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 Bill. I got, I got pain from that answer. So. <laughs> there you go. Pablo Torre, take the FaceTime. 30 seconds. Oh, you spoils, boy. So we're in the sad stage of Broncos reporting. Shout out to Al Duncan where Russell Wilson's birthday party has now become a focal point for investigative journalism. And Mike Kliss pointed out on Twitter that apparently half the team came to his birthday, which should be heartening to people who thought that Russ wasn't liked enough. I just want to point out that the fact that someone had to leak that detail is the saddest part of this entire thing. (laughs) Tony, I'm not a big birthday guy. I don't like big parties, but I just know when you're counting heads to prove how popular you are, you've already lost a lot more than your locker room. You probably need to reevaluate some things in your life. The draft so, day yeah, the situation, right? That, that, that draft draft day situation. Literally, literally life imitating Look at Duncan. She, in the worst you way. You think that Daniel really Hackett was invited like but didn't get the timing right, so he, he kind of just missed when it was? You know? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Like kicking See a you tomorrow. <laughs> Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. <laughs> 